Welcome to In Your Interest Podcast. My name is Ashley, and today I'm lucky enough to have two guests to chat about a topic related to seasonality, namely RRSPs. More specifically, we're going to talk to our specialists about how to optimize your tax refund. So here we go. Today we have with us Sebastian McMahon, Chief Strategist and Senior Economist, and Pierre Lafontaine, Director, Financial and Tax Advanced Solutions at IA Financial Group. So hi, Pierre. Hi, Sebastian. Hello. Ashley. Hey, hello. <laughs> so, Pierre, let's start with an easy one. RRSPs and TFSAs, what are the differences? The major differences between RRSP and TFSA accounts are the tax implications. RRSPs will offer a tax deduction when you contribute, while the withdrawal is taxable at the time of retirement or any other time. TFSAs offer no upfront tax break, so no deduction when you contribute to it, but you don't have to pay any tax on withdrawals, including the growth within the account. What's similar between the two is that the earnings with both accounts will grow tax-sheltered, which helps you reach your savings objective faster or grow, uh, of course, your accounts in a better way. Both accounts will also allow you to carry forward any unused contribution. So if you don't contribute to the maximum this year, maybe in the future you will be able to do it. So whether you invest in an RRSP or a TFSA, you can use the same investment strategies. You can buy individual stocks or mutual funds. So there's no difference between the two, right? Yeah, actually, you can select any investment products that you want, basically, uh, as long as they can be applied within an RSP and a TFSA, you can choose everything you want. Yeah. Okay, okay. It all depends on your horizon when you use these products you know, for your investment. Exactly. So, so the, the usual question is, are RSP or TFSAs, which one to choose, when, who, why? So, any rules of thumbs? Yeah, in general terms, usually RSPs are better suited for high-income earners uh, who want to save for their retirement. Uh, you can also use them to purchase your first home or further your education. TFSAs, meanwhile, uh, will provide advantage for medium-range to lower-range income earners, uh, as well as those who are looking to save for short-term goals like a vacation or a home renovation. Um, so basically, your choice between the two is made according to the individual's objectives and according to his or her lifestyle. Okay, so depending on where you are in your life, depending on your age, your marital status, the fact that you had kids or not, they, these are the key elements to the decision. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so you, maybe you have a few typical cases that you've seen through your careers that you know the answer is very clear that it should be TFSA or, or RSP? Yeah, um, well, if I just go back with uh, what I, I just mentioned last, uh, you have a, a young person in their mm-hmm. 20s or 30s, uh, average income, want to save money for an emergency fund or for a vacation, travel, uh, the TFSA will be the selected mm-hmm. type of account. The person then will be able to withdraw money anytime and that will not increase uh, their income, especially if they were still working. So in, in uh, that case, the person would have a shorter time horizon. That's shorter, why TFSA exactly. makes sense. Okay. Exactly. Um, another case would be maybe a people, person in their early 50s and the employer offers a uh, defined benefit pension plan. Um, now, if that person wants to save uh, more money for retirement, we would recommend the TFSA as well, um, simply because when you add uh, pension income, old age security, uh, Canadian pension plan, um, 
you've come up with a very high taxable income, uh, and that's taxed like a salary. So this is very high. And by using the TFSA, we, we could generate some non-taxable income, extra income for that retiree. And then, of course, that gives you more flexibility on how you you will live your retirement and what you can do. So in this example, the person is in their early 50s, so maybe it's a, a short 10 to 15 years before retirement. If someone is in their 30s or 40s and they do have a defined benefit pension plan in place, would you still recommend TFSA? Um, mostly because the person in his, uh, it's his 50s okay. and shorter time. Um, we look at what will be the pension, what will be the annuity paid to mm -hmm. the, really, the, the retiree. Okay, yeah. okay. So that's what we'll look at. Another example, and sometimes when we think about RSPs, we don't think about this, but when you use an RSP, uh, the deduction will reduce your taxable income and will make you eligible or increase your eligibility to any social programs and credits offered by the different type of governments. So let's take an example of a single parent, two young children, income of 50,000. Um, by contributing to the RSP, this person would probably increase the income coming from, for example, family allowance, more family allowance. So just to be sure I understand correctly, if you actually put in a little bit more in your RSPs, you will get more credits from your social programs coming in. Is that correct? Uh, yeah, it's that's the, the whole idea. So if you're already eligible or maybe if you're just on the edge, right. contributing more to your RSP will reduce your income and will make you eligible or increase what you're already getting. I see. Great. Thank you. Okay, so in, if you want to buy a first home, Are RSPs, TFSAs? Uh, RSPs are already, there's already a program for first uh, home buyers. Mm -hmm. And now the TFSA, starting this year, you can use it as well. So yeah. we recommend both because you can have both. So that's good. Um, but if you're purchasing a, a cottage or uh, you want to sell your house to buy a bigger one, then of course you will just have to use a regular TFSA to okay. accumulate money. Again, we often hear strategies of giving money to your spouse uh, because it's more advantageous on the fiscal side, but a donation is a donation, right? Yes. Once you uh, made a gift to your spouse, that becomes his or her money, and they will decide what they do with it. You have nothing you can tell. And what are the options, Sebastian, you were mentioning strategies. So, Pierre, what are my options for the tax refund? Are there any strategies? Are we richer than we think? Um, yeah, actually, the best best thing to do is to improve your your whole financial situation. You, you can work on the debt and you can work on your assets. I would say that if you're going to work on the debt, uh, pay off your high interest debts, such as credit cards, line of credits. That's really where you have to start. Uh, interest rate is high and it's higher now. So you really want to get rid of those debts. Um, The next best thing is to really work on your assets, increase your investment assets, um, maximize your RSP or contribute to your RSP. So use your tax return reimbursement to contribute for next year and, of course, increase next year's return as you also increase the value of your RSPs. Uh, you can use it also to maximize the um, education saving plans, RESP. Um, of course, as soon as you contribute, you'll get a 20% grant from the federal government. And depending where you live, which province, you may also get a provincial grant. Uh, the good thing with the RSP, it's taxable in the hand of the student when he's, he's uh, studying, when he's in school, later on when he makes the withdrawals. Um, or maximize your TFSA. So again, 
good way to shelter some money. Uh, they will, that will grow tax shelter. The income, of course, will not be taxable, and you will be able to use it for any any objective that you may have. So reduce your debt, especially debt with high interest, and increase your assets. Okay, and RESPs are are a tool that uh, families should use extensively too, right? Yeah, just because of the grant mainly. Yeah. Uh, so you get the 20% and maybe more depending where you live. Um, and of course, money grows tax sheltered. And it's a good way to do income splitting. Uh, as I mentioned earlier, the mm -hmm. student will be taxed on the income. Yeah, so. okay, good. And, uh, you know, we've been discussing inflation for close to two years now, especially in this uh, podcast. So the TFSA that increases by $500 in 2023, it's not, uh, it's not foreign to the inflation system. Situation, right? Right. Um, the uh, TFSA was created actually as a retirement tool. And uh, so we need more and more money for retirement. Our salaries are increasing every year. There's inflation. So the contribution limit for TFSA just grows as well. Okay. Okay. Great. And I get a question often is with rising mortgage rates, should we pay off our mortgage or invest? Let's say our debts are paid, our high interest debts are paid. We have our mortgage left. What do you recommend? Uh, well, we recommend to invest, simply better. Um, even though mortgage rates are going up, uh, you still have a house also increasing in value, so you, you can manage it. Uh, maybe on a monthly basis, it's a bit hard to manage for a while, but the assets will grow. But by investing in other type of investments, you get some tax benefits. Uh, and of course, you, you will have cash or money to use eventually if you need to. So it's more liquid money, so it's always better. Absolutely. Great. Well, it's been a pleasure, Pierre and Sébastien. We learned a lot. Thank you to our listeners for being there. And if you want to know more about the subject, uh, you can visit our advice zone on ia.ca in the finance section. It's filled with articles that can help you on a daily basis. So we'll see you next week. Love this podcast? Want to know more about economic news? Follow our In Your Interests podcast, available on all platforms. Visit the economic news page on ia.ca or follow us on social media.